Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and tear movies apart. On this episode, we'll be discussing Gone Girl, directed by David Fisher on October 2014. On today's panel, Chris. Yes. Kristen. Yes. Ray. No. (laughs) Lindsay. Hello. And I am... Today's host, William. Maybe. Thank you for joining us. It's great to have you. Did you say it's great to have me here? No, great to have. Great to have. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Oh, okay. Whatever. Nice. Trying to be nicer about it. Good. Fuck you. There it goes. There it goes. Compliment him on it. Okay. So Gone Girl. It's a Gone Girl. Oh, that's that was the movie we're supposed to watch. Yep. <laughs> Fuck my life. I've watched something different. What did you watch? Donnie Darko. No, you didn't. The entire time I was watching Gone Girl, I was thinking, this is... Fucked up movie? Yeah, no. I have a very strong opinion of this, but I want to hear everybody else's before I share mine. No, I want to hear yours first. It's like, this fine. movie is what today's men fear most. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, because I would fear it too. <laughs> but the point is, is this is, I said uh, it. I said this it is a complete the group text. work of fucking fiction, man. I said on the group text. Huh? I don't trust them bitches. They're no, fucking psycho. <laughs> this is the text message I sent Billy as I started to watch this. Dude, I'm vibing with Gone Girl so hard right now. Just started it, but I'm so in. I was drawn in from the very beginning. Why? Because of the way that the conversation started. The way that they interacted with each other from the very beginning. The way that things were being explained. It totally was up my alley in terms of... (laughs) It was totally up his ass. Mm Sorry, I had to, man. I had to continue. Thank you, Ray, for saying what we all thought. So, (laughs) I loved it. I thought it was an awesome film. I hated. We're not at ratings yet. No, what? (laughs) Just kidding, though. I hated the fact that I didn't know where it was going and who who to root for. Because I found myself wanting to root for one person, then rooting for the other, but then... I was rooting for her at the beginning, and then my shit switched halfway. I'm like, whoa! I was like, bitch, get out of there. Go back, go back, go back. It was that kind of fucked up movie. Like, halfway, I'm like, oh, this fucking dude is an asshole. Now I understand why they don't trust man and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, nope, yep, fuck them bitches. They're psychos. It's actually, I I saw this movie when it had come out a few years ago. And a lot of my friends are like, Billy, don't see it. Just don't see it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to see it. Because surprisingly enough, probably a lot of people didn't like this movie. Who knows? It's a long movie. It was movie, a great movie. But it's a really long movie, too. That it was. It was mm-hmm. so and long. A lot, it's like two hours, two and a half hours, two hours and 40 hours minutes and 20 long. Minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty long movie. Um, it's not entirely action-packed. But it's still good, though. It is. Like, it's really good. Whether it has action or not, it was still that fucking good. Because every second, it was like, what the fuck is she going to do now? This was one of those movies And that... Tyler Perry was really good at this movie. He fucking was. Yeah, he was. It's funny, because the first time I saw him, I was like, hello! <laughs> I was like, great, fucking Medea. <laughs> yeah, but this movie itself was... It was slow-paced, 
to an extent. But at the same time, too, I'm like, okay, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? I could not wait until I could figure out what was going on next. Because the first half of this movie, you're rooting and you're just like, oh, my God, he killed her and everything like that. And then you're like, midway point, you're like, wait, what? Okay, How? so <laughs> so the way that this movie starts, because we're talking about a lot of different points and aspects of the movie. Ben Affleck, the that character, and Batman. his wife, who's played by... Fuck, I don't know. I don't remember. First of all, the casting uh, was amazing. Oh, my yeah. God, yes. His wife is played by the actress Ros- Rosamund Pike, who's insanely fucking good in this movie. Some of the scenes that she's done, Jesus especially Christ. when you see her um, reenacting some of the scenes to where... She's trying to actually falsify the the crime scene, the potential yeah. crime scene. I'm like, holy shit, she just went from one person to another, then just this dramatic crying for the camera bitch. She's crazy, but she did it so damn well. Oh. But at the beginning of this movie, uh, Ben Affleck, he goes home to a house that's kind of, it's, it looks like somebody, uh, a break-in, maybe there was a struggle, it didn't look like it was too intense of a scene. He didn't seem too concerned about it. But he does call the police after searching the house for a few moments. Because his wife is missing. Hence the title of the movie, God Girl. And from that point on, his wife, she narrates what's going on in the movie. Their past, how they met, up to the point of the day that she is gone. So you're seeing this entire story unfold about the husband and the fairy tale relationship that they began to the destructive relationship that it ended up to be. But it's all based on her perspective mm-hmm. for the first half of the movie. Yeah. And then it just implodes it just chris was saying that he had no fucking idea right it you don't know what's going on in the movie and you don't know who to root for because and that's what i found beautiful about it that's that's what i found to be real compelling storytelling and that not just that but also incredible acting on the part of their roles because they did an amazing job with that (laughs) You know, Ben Affleck was spot on, and, and sadly, I don't know what the actress's name was. Did you ever find it? Since Rosamund Pike? Yeah, Pikes? I just said yeah, Rosamund Pike. Okay, Rosamund Pike. She was, she was amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, just straight up amazing. And I think that's what made this film. It's the fact that they, they both very strongly came into a point where you wanted to root for both of them, and you wanted to kill both of them. Mm-hmm. So... As it will come as a surprise to absolutely no one, um, I read the book. Oh my nice. god! That no, happened. no, happened. really? Uh, I yeah. would have known. I know. That would be amazing. But the book stays, or the movie stays, incredibly true to the book. Oh, does so, it? Sweet. Oh yeah, it's it's basically the same. There's like minor details that like aren't necessarily like. The color she dyes her hair, something like that, it's like piddly stuff. That's oh, not okay. Exactly she dyes her hair in the movie too. 
yeah, yeah but, no, I know. I guess but the, saying, like, oh, the book is the different from the movie. Might be different. Oh, okay. She dies in red but, in the book, but in the in the show it was real black or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Like it's it's minor things like that, but for the most part, it was spot on to the book. And in fact, when I was reading the book years ago, not knowing that a movie was going to be made, I sat there reading it, going, "This needs to be a movie. Like this is this is really great." And I to the point where I actually skipped ahead to the end of the book to see what the deal was so I could go back through and read knowing how it ended. Cheater. Cheater. But that's also how you know that a book is good because you want to know what happens so that you can pick out all the details that are happening throughout the story even though this is your first read. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, advice from avid readers. (laughs) I do that. I used to do that a lot when I was younger. I don't do that because I don't read. Because you don't read. (laughs) I don't read either. No, but this story was, and the fact that she thought of it for so long and had that grace period of God knows how long to set all this up. Yes, Ray, you have a question back there in the back? Hey, hey, yes. hey, hold on. You're not hosting this? Ray, do you have a question? Yes, thank you. Thank you for thank you for letting me uh, ask my question. Yeah. Uh, this question is for you, Billy. No, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Chris, Actually, what did you say? <laughs> no. So you know, we had to review for our listeners. We record at least four episodes a day. Blah blah blah. One of the other movies was Bat Samaritan. Yeah. So when I was watching that this morning, prior to coming to the podcast, I was like, this motherfucker. And the chick from Gone Girl, they need to get married. That would be the perfect motherfucking couple. Oh they're both psychos. Tenet. Yeah. Yeah, they're both fucking psychos. Yep. That would have been like, oh my god. A match made in hell. No shit. <laughs> well, at the end of it, when she actually is pregnant this time, and he's like, I didn't touch you. I didn't touch you. I'm like, wow. She actually went and got inseminated. Just yeah. so that she could bring this family, the the kid, into the life. I'm just like, oh Lord, have mercy to Can you do. Imagine her as a mom. <sighs> Fuck that. Yeah. You're gonna just that kid's. Gonna but the beginning good. of the movie, one of the first scenes that I was just like, yeah, that's dumb. Was he's sitting there at the bar with his sister, and they're playing the game of life. Mm. <laughs> and. He just gets a phone call at the bar from his neighbor, and I'm like, who the fuck does that? His neighbor. <laughs> no, but it's like, if you're at any establishment, who calls the establishment just on the off chance that you're there? He owns the bar. Yeah, but he owns the bar, but he doesn't work there. Well, it's just one of those things. That, no, it was on his cell phone. No, it was on the bar's phone. It wasn't his cell phone. Was it? Yeah, they yeah, called the bar and sister answered. It's like it's for you. I'm like, who does that? I uh, I'm pretty sure it was kind of like one of those, you know, where is he going to be? More yeah. likely there at the bar. Probably. I just, I really, I really, really like this film. I like that there was there was no moment of silence. There was no moment of letting you down. Like this movie grabbed you and would not let you go. And at least, at least for me. That's the experience I had. If you notice, there's always a sound happening. There's always either music in the background or ambient noise. There, there is no silence to like make you lose concentration. There's always something atmospheric about it 
to keep you entwined with it and, and appeal how, to you auditorily. How is, about the scene when he's at his sister's house? You hear something at the front door. He goes out there and looks. Nobody's there. And then he opens up the side door. And that girl walks into the room, like, just kisses him or whatever. Did you think that he had another girlfriend? No. Yes. I really? What no made clue. you think that? He was acting shady half the time. I didn't catch on to that. Yeah, no, from the very beginning, I knew he was having an affair. Like, he, he had every, like, possible warning sign that you could have when dealing with an affair. And it was obvious that she knew Gary that something was off. So I knew that she was setting him up at some point. It takes one to know one. <laughs> That's why he knew from the beginning. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Why do I ever talk? I have to. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I I didn't see it at all. At first, when I first, first saw no. it. I had a thought that that might be the case yeah. on why he was so withdrawn. But then the first part of the story, I mean, I thought it was more so because he just killed her and wasn't too thrilled, but still had to follow the process of reporting her missing and stuff like that. So he was just kind of going through the steps of what you would do if your wife was missing. I'm really gonna lie. I kind of knew he was cheating whenever he had that phone, whenever he pulled that phone out. <clears throat> so to me, it was obvious that something was going on in the background in terms of him cheating. Now, I fully suspected at first that he was just a piece of shit and he was cheating on his wife. I mean, it's Batman. Didn't, didn't expect it to turn out that this bitch was psycho. Uh, but um, yeah. But I do. I I loved and hated the ending. I hated that he stayed with her, even through all of everything. Because of everything that was happening, it made sense. He was stuck. It was one of those things that if he left, I mean, let's it be, made it look like he was part of the whole situation. That too. And you just found out how fucking psycho she is. Imagine yeah, no, at that point, everything that she dead. just did. Imagine what she would do to you if you just fucking up yeah, and left. Yeah, at that point, I'd rather be dead. You're a prisoner. You're one thousand percent a prisoner. Nah, that's right. I'd rather die. I'll stay there. Like straight up. Like that. That's that's my mentality behind it. And and I feel bad. So in other words, you just don't would have wouldn't care about your kid. In that, I would scenario, stay there for no. the kid because I would fucking grab that there, motherfucker. No I would way to know go if it's my away. Kid or not, man. There's no way to know. Fuck it. Like, I feel bad that there may be a kid that would be trapped under her, but. Realistically, considering how much lies there are, I wouldn't believe there that there is a kid until the kid would be there. Well, he did say I wanted a fraternity test. Yeah, he wanted a fraternity test. I would not even wait for that. I would honestly let it get to the point, in that scenario, I'd let it get to the point where the cops come after me because the kid is mine. And then do something about it then. But in, in that scenario, like considering everything he went through and how crazy this bitch is, fuck yeah. Like, that, that's not normal. Like, that's not... That's not how you handle a normal situation. You know what I mean? Normal situation where you're dating a girl and then she happens to be pregnant. You may not be sure it's yours, but you stay because you love her. That makes more sense. Bitch tried to frame you for her murder. She's framed other people for rape and all this stuff. She murdered somebody and made it look like he raped her so that she had a way to get back home. 
Like, no, fuck that. Like, I won't even believe it till the kid is out. Like that, and that's just my mentality. And that may make me an asshole. Call me an asshole if you want to. That's fine. You guys call me worse all the time. So it's one of those where not. I I would not wait. I really would not. The reason why I like the ending is because, unfortunately, as much as I hate to admit it and as much as I hate saying it, that's the fucking reality. People that are in those types of abusive relationships very rarely ever get out of them and, unfortunately, develop some sort of Stockholm Syndrome and end up staying behind because it's familiar, because it's there, because they gave up, because of a number of reasons that we see every day and people experience every day, Mm -hmm. and they're just not going to get anywhere. So I loved the reality of the ending, but I hated it because, like, fuck that, you know? I mean, he told his sister that he wasn't going to leave her because of the baby. Yeah, but you can even tell the sister that there was more to it than that. Uh, there was more, there was there was the whole mentality of maybe things will be different this time. Maybe, maybe the baby is what makes things, maybe the baby is what makes her change. Maybe the baby is what's going to resolve this marriage and, you know, the baby being here will solve everything. Maybe that's what it is. And that's that's the problem that I see with it. And that's the issue I have with the ending. I don't know. I'm sure I, I can't be the only one who saw it that way. Or maybe I was. Hmm? I don't know, but I can see I can see that you're saying what you're saying about the Stockholm syndrome. Because at that point, he's basically... My thought was he's basically stuck with the relationship because of how national it went. If it didn't go that far, he probably would have just left. Yeah, no, I still would have played the whole cycle card. Oh, well, yeah. But you have you have to figure out how, how to play it. Because I think he was still... Weren't they going to still kind of find stuff on her after she returned? No. Everybody called it they quits. Couldn't. There's yeah. nothing that they can do. The police officer couldn't do anything about it, so she was done because it became a federal investigation. The attorney can't defend them from anything that he's already been cleared of, so mm-hmm. there's no point for the attorney to stick around. Especially not for a $100,000 retainer. Yeah. Retainer. Like, yeah, they, they were both done. He had no recourse for, to continue any sort of investigation to be able to build any sort of case. So the sister and him would be the only ones that would be continuing to investigate to show that this woman is a psycho. Yeah, and she's already established that the sister was, you know, a potential, uh, alib- not, not a potential, uh, what's it called? A potential co-conspirator. So if anything does go sideways, they're both already implemented. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just, I wish there would have been another way out. I don't think there was. I think they were literally was stuck. But from the perspective of how great this film was, I loved it. Mm. I straight up loved it. Oh, yeah. It was one of those things that I love the movie, but hate, hated, hated, hated the actor. Or the um, the lady. So it wasn't necessarily the bad acting or anything like that. This was a great movie. They played perfect roles and stuff like that and I just despise this lady <laughs> because of everything she did and then it was just so bad because you know half the half of it you're like Ben Affleck did it he killed the lady and everything like that and then all of a sudden you flip and you're just like no this bitch needs to burn <laughs> so 
Why is everyone looking at me? Because yeah, yeah, this your oh, show. Oh man! <laughs> so every once in a while you're supposed to say something. Oh shit! Nah, I don't got nothing. <laughs> so Lindsay, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. They, like I said, they stayed pretty true to the book, um, and they managed to, even though I already knew the plot, managed to keep it relatively intense and I don't want to say fresh, but that's kind of where I'm going with it, where, you know, uh, you know, it, it didn't feel like I knew what was coming, even though I knew it was coming. Well, that's good. Yeah. How about the movie's beautiful depiction of how easy it is to sway um, the opinions of just everyone? Yeah. Yeah, that was just sad, actually. But it's extremely true. It's extremely true, which is, again, another Mm -hmm. reason why I like the film. It's it's very realistic to how things would potentially go. But it's also very sad that that's how things would potentially go. Yeah. You know, so it's it's a disaster. It really was. It was a beautiful display of chaotic disaster, and that that's how I describe this film. One of the things I never really understood um, during the third clue being at his father's house. Mm-hmm. What I think got him into more trouble with the authorities is he was more upfront with what was going on, with what his actual intentions were, saying, it's like, yeah, my wife is missing, blah, blah, blah. But once it started looking more towards him, he started being more elusive with his thoughts of what was going on, where he was going, his idea of what was happening. And it just seemed to get him in more trouble. Where if he had just said, yeah, my wife fucking left me here. Obviously, I think it's because he realized that she knew about the affair. And that's what the clues were. But because he wasn't able to find out why clue number three was in that house and the police did before him. That's what got him in more shit. But if he was just like more forthright about it. It probably would have been severely less damaging. Nope. It would have been more damaging because I think he started to realize that there was something more to her disappearance. Because it was one of those things that if they would have figured out the fourth clue or the third clue, they would have seen the the diary. Which would have led him to everything that was going on. Yeah, but she planted the diary as if he burned it. So if they found the diary while he was there, that would have been s- extremely less suspicious than it than finding it while he was not. Because why would he lead the police to the spot to where he's trying to destroy evidence? Also, the police would have been able to see that the book was already cold. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just burnt. Yeah. True. You know? So realistically, it would have helped him out. His, his, I totally agree with that. Because they did spend half the film going, God, you're an idiot. God, you're an idiot. Stop. Just fucking stop. I, I get it. He was trying to cover his own ass because he didn't want to look like an asshole in front yeah. of everybody. I get that, too. And, and mm-hmm. that's why I was like, 
I felt for him in that in that sense, but realistically, like, I was looking at it from the outside going, dude, just fucking stop, you're making it worse. Just stop and think things through a little bit further, you know? And once he started thinking things through, that's when things started clicking. But, yeah, it was it was a roller coaster of everything. Yeah. <clears throat> so, favorite scenes, anybody? <laughs> um, I actually have one, and I think it might surprise you. Oh, man. Uh, huh? All right, what tell did us. you say? <clears throat> surprise yeah, me, Lindsay. Okay, go ahead. Um, it was... Uh... It's going to be our new segment. Lindsay, surprise us. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, surprise us. Um, it's when she uh, kills Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, my oh, God. That was a good scene. NPH. I know, right? It was a great scene. It's disgusting and horrifying and terrible. Sexy. But... Good God, that was well done. When she was covered in blood, I was like, yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) The whole scene. Well, the question I have is how do you fake a... um, Oh, my God, a miscarriage. How do you fake a miscarriage? Yeah. Because couldn't your... um, because didn't she get, she got, she had a rape kit done, I think. Um, so at the same time, too, wouldn't have they done an exam? And during that exam, wouldn't they have found out that she actually wasn't pregnant? Mm, I don't recall that. I don't remember that part either. I mean, they did do the rape test because they found, if you remember, she's got blunt trauma consistent with rape and their semen too. Yeah, but it's like as of more than a month before, but there's so before that there is consistent evidence within the house that she is pregnant, which we all know that she that was falsified. But whenever she is rescued, whenever she rescues herself she's obviously not pregnant. And that's what she's saying. Is like, why, yeah. were, why weren't they able to tell that she was yeah. pregnant at one point and had an abortion versus, yeah, bitch, you were lying. You never were pregnant. Yeah, because your body is, changes when you're pregnant. What? To not, oh, Does gotcha. it? Well, <laughs> well, there are ways to tell that you are no longer with a child, and whether you, you gave birth, had one, had one right. or had a, a miscarriage even if it was months ago there is still evidence stop putting logic into this it's i'm sorry <laughs> it's like i have no idea what you're saying i was just the one <laughs> that was the woman in me that went well how can they tell no i agree i actually asked that same question in terms of when they test her they'll know that she was lying but nobody brought it up so i mean realistically i think it has more to do with the rape trauma that she forced upon herself because mm-hmm. you remember what she did was she essentially fucked herself with a champagne bottle mm-hmm. uh, and essentially mutilated her insides to an extent I think that that was enough to quote unquote destroy potential evidence of you know what I mean mm, it's possible I don't so know that's what I would assume but even then that's I'm not that smart I, I would not I would have gone down for murder on this one <laughs> I would have known the entire time I was framed, but and I would not have known how to fucking figure it out. Yeah. And how to save my own ass. I'm not even gonna pretend. 
Yeah, but the whole scene of her doing that bit of the coffee and the dress and then her running away with the tiles or the um ties and stuff like that with the cameras. Mm-hmm. It's just ingenious. I mean, I, you've got to give credit to this crazy girl to begin with that she was able to think all of these steps through. Not just like and this one right here, this the whole with the scene with the Patrick, um that whole scene you know, that was only a few weeks or a few days. Because how long, how long was she gone? Ten days? 30, 30 days. 30 days? Was that the final? Mm-hmm. No. So over, you know, she was in the hotel for God knows how long. And then the fact that she was with um, the one guy just for a few, maybe few days. I mean, that alone might be enough to make it so that people can't tell whether you were pregnant. Going back to that conversation, if that was a month. See, I thought it was over the course of just, like, ten days, but... Yeah, I think she was gone longer than that. If she was gone for a month, anything could have happened at that point. Mm-hmm. But I did like how she came in, you know, victorious, covered in blood after she rescued herself. And then that dramatic fall to where he's forced to catch her. In front of yeah. the cameras. No, the best part was as soon as he Fucking hugs, bitch. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. God. What about you, Ray? Favorite part? I will have to say that when she kills a dude, honestly. Mm-hmm. When she kills Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah. I didn't remember his name. Thank you. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another one, but no, that's... I mean, who didn't see that shit coming? Oh, I, I... At first, I really thought that she was just trying to get help. And then after a little bit, I was like, nah, she, she's hunting this motherfucker. The minute the coffee... Th- I saw the her dip the co- her dress in the coffee, I went, oh shit, this thing's gonna go south. <laughs> yeah, and then has she, like, bite him... And his lips when she's kissing him, which was fucking genius. Because he's walking outside, he's like checking his lip, tucking his shirt. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, this fucking bitch is Glad really psycho. That's just. Imagine how. Brilliant. You use that power for good. <laughs> how the fuck can you use that for good? To be a detective. Mm, true. Like, seriously. The, the, the mental capacity of this woman... I'm Carmen Sandiego. ...is insane when you think about it. When, when, when <laughs> the you Carmen think, Sandiego movie would be interesting. Go ahead. When you think about her mental capacity and everything that she was able to pull off and how far ahead she was able to get of everything, that bitch is just brilliant. And realistically, like, mm-hmm. if she used that for... Like something positive. That she wasn't that brilliant when she was carrying the fucking money in the golf course and she yeah, jumped like a little was bitch. The stupidest thing in the world. I almost wish they would have killed her. Mm-hmm. Other than that, she was. I mean, she had everything on the calendar. I was fucking retarded. Kill self, return this, do that. I always wondered whether or not she would actually go through with actually killing herself. Someone that's self centered? I doubt it. I mean, she probably would have, but after she saw that dude's interview, I guess she was like, hmm. I'm telling you, once again, her and the dude from Bad Samaritan, they should be married, because I think at that time, she was like, he's redeemable. I can save him. (laughs) (laughs) 
But see, it's like, I think... I think if she was going to kill herself, then she would have needed to kill herself. Almost immediately. Because forensic science can determine how long ago somebody was killed. If somebody was killed, like, 30 days after they had gone missing, and he's in the public eye the entire time, then they would have known that it was not him. Yep. It's like that entire theory... There for the 15. Yeah. Yeah. But then she took it off. But realistically... But I think she was going to dump herself in the river, so... Yeah. Yeah. That would have, of course... She was going to take medication and stuff like that, too. So, I mean, there, there might have been some sort of trail, depending on how long it took them to find her. Yeah. You know? I don't know. you got to admit, the plan might have had potential flaws in it, but still pretty freaking brilliant. And with the amount of evidence compelled against her, there, they were things that, let's face it, the police were overlooking certain things just because they thought they had it in the bag, you know? Yeah. The only one, the main detective was the only one that kind of looked at it and was like, nah, this shit looks Which, great. she's another person that I really loved in this movie. Oh, she was great. Yeah, Kim Dickens. She's in uh, Fear the Walking Dead, and she was also in that Kevin Bacon movie, uh, Hollow Man. Yep. Gosh, she's so damn good. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she okay, boys. She was the only one to kind of look at it and was like, yeah, this doesn't add up. Something is going on here. And I was wondering what where her partner was from. I actually had to look it up. Oh, God. Uh, he's from, uh... Fuck. It's that... Fuck? Yeah, it's called Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. What, what movie is that? I actually have to look it up. I actually have to look oh, it up again. Almost Famous. <laughs> ah! He's, a, um, he's like the little kid, uh... Almost Famous. Writer in uh, Almost Famous. What? I was like, he looks so goddamn familiar, like he's been in a lot of movies, but you can't fucking remember any of them. Yeah, because he's almost famous. <laughs> but he's not famous yet. Yeah, exactly. So, let's go into the ratings. No, why? Why not? Okay. Since you spoke first, right? Nope. Mm-hmm. I refuse. I'll give it five out of five. <laughs> Bucks cutters to the throat. Nice. <laughs> to me, it almost looked like a butter knife whenever she grabbed right? it. Right? Well, I, it looked like an exacto knife to me. It was a box cutter. Well, Lindsay? Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it uh, four out of five weird uh, hotel guests. Hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. William? Four out of five money bags up the dress. I was going to say vagina. It wasn't up the vagina. It was up the dress. It would have been a better hiding spot. To be sure, right? <laughs> I'm going to do four out of five or two sets of um, creepy dolls. Nice. So four out of five. <laughs> I'm going to give it... <clears throat> hmm. I'm going to give it... Five out of five hidden panties. Five out of five what? Hidden panties. Oh man. Oh yeah, in the office. Yeah. That was that was brilliant, man. Everything that she laid out was just was it really her or was it that her his girlfriend left him behind? Yeah, it was her. It was her. her. That's why she was leaving the clues in all the spots because that's where she knew where he was being. uh, 
Where did she was cheating on him with? Yeah. Where? What? Whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I also feel bad for that girl having to come out and kind of like air out their secret relationship, but mostly out of guilt that she might. You know what I mean? Like that was just insane. I mean, it's this isn't too far off from uh, the Scott and Lacey Peterson debacle back in 2003. I'm not familiar with that. So back, I think it was 2003. Back in the early 2000s, there was like this cookie cutter couple. She was like eight months pregnant, almost nine months pregnant, and she went missing. And the husband was the one who did it. He's like rotting in jail now, but. Like, he was having an affair, he tried to run, um, and the girlfriend had to come out and be like, here, uh, yes, I'm the girlfriend, yes, I fucked up, but I'm pretty sure he actually killed her. Here's recordings of all of our conversations. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. You should look that up. It was a crazy one. Yeah. And mom and baby died. It was really sad. Really? <laughs> so does anybody have any final closing thoughts? Nope. Nope. Watch this movie. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. And dudes, watch out for them chicks. They're crazy. They cray cray. No, no, no. They all cray cray. Here, I'm gonna give mm-hmm. some actual advice. Started with Lindsay and Cece. They all cray cray. <laughs> yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give totally some actual nuts. life advice. <laughs> totally not. Oh God. Everybody, watch out for everybody. Because yeah. everybody's <laughs> fucking crazy. That's true. They all cray right. cray. All right, Ray, take us out. Wait, what? <laughs> you almost went with it. <laughs> I know, right? All right, thanks, guys, for joining us on this episode. We shall see where we are. Oh, God. What are we Damn it. Where we review the movie... Gone uh, Girl. We review the Peterson trial. <laughs> uh, please remember to check us out each and every single month. We got really sidetracked from the beginning. We went out and started talking about a movie for like an hour. And follow us on Twitter at Geekcast. Please go ahead and subscribe and rate us while you're out there because that brings more listeners over to us. And for everybody who's rated us so far, thank you very much for doing so. Thank you to the cast for today. William. I'm a five-star man. Lindsay. Bye. Right. <laughs> Later. See ya. And I'm Chris, not your host for today. I did not I kill my wife. Yeah, you did. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>